Savannah Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels, and I'm also the director of communications at Cliff Merce Realty in beautiful, historic downtown Savannah, Georgia. We're so excited to take you on this journey that will, yes, explore the fascinating world of real estate and investing in Savannah, but just as important, we'll also be giving a platform to so many creative, unique, and diverse people that make this charming city one of the coolest and hottest places in the world. One of the things we love to dive into in this podcast is the deep connection we have with the magnetic city of Savannah, the beautiful story behind why we're all here. However, lean in close. On this episode, we're taking the story beyond the surface layer of the charm of Savannah. We're going to be touching on all of its other senses too, like perspective, inspiration, innovation, connection, and humanity. To help us feel all the things, I'm so excited to welcome my guest today. She's the founder of Social Ingenuity. She's an artist and the creator of the wildly popular blog and social media journey called Humans of Savannah. And I'm super proud to say she's also become one of my dearest friends. Jesse Freem, welcome to the Savannah Speaks podcast. Oh my gosh, Dee, thank you. That was the nicest intro ever. I'm just so excited to talk about your story, talk about Humans of Savannah, and just you know, how we're all really like feeling that common thread of loving Savannah and loving being here, choosing to be here and living our best life. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much nailed it on all the things. And it's kind of interesting that you just kicked off this podcast and, you know, I'm doing this blog and it's kind of perfect timing. The city of Savannah is magical and it connects hearts, and that's something that, you know, is kind of one of my mottos is I connect hearts, and I think that you're doing that with this podcast, and I'm trying to do that in a blog. Yeah, so no wonder we got together. Yeah. Um, and I want to get your story of how you came to Savannah, and I want to talk about several blogs that you've done, not just Humans of Savannah. But first, I want to actually tell a very fun story of how we met and how we became friends, because <laughs> we actually met at a networking event. And as we tell the story, can we also just acknowledge as a humankind how awkward networking events are? (laughs) Aren't they fun? Oh, they're so fun. I mean, you got to embrace the awkwardness, right? But I think if you go there with the intention of, hey, I'm going to make a new friend or I have my business credit card and, you know, I get to buy somebody a drink. Right. I mean, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. And that's what you do here in Savannah. Like, you know, you just, you, you network, you, you meet people, you have a cocktail, you, you know, you do that sort of thing. And that's exactly what we did. It was like right then that we just shared in that awkward moment that it was like, yeah, I don't know who I'm talking to around here. Why does this seem so weird? And the more awkward that I get in a situation, the sillier I get. And I'm saying things that I don't normally say you know, y'all come back now, or I don't know, I and I just met you, like, <laughs> take your shoes off, I don't know, just the weirdest things, all of it, I do all of it, I just wanted to acknowledge how awkward it is, and yet you never know who you're going to meet, because we ended up being fast friends. Yeah, and that's, and that's kind of a cool, it's always interesting how you meet people, 
And I love that. Somebody asked me, they said, what are you good at? I'm like, well, shit. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But one of them is remembering interactions. And it's actually how somebody makes me feel Mm. is what I remember. I just remember being like extremely, I don't know, nervous going and just being like, okay, who am I going to make friends with today? Who's going to be my friend? Right. It's like we all just walked into the lunchroom at school and we're looking for somebody to sit with. Yes. Which table am I, am I going to sit at? Yeah. And you're holding the tray yeah. and the tray is like, you, you have the fork and knife on there and you're shaking. Shaky hands. And you can sh- you can yeah. hear the yeah. uh, utensils shaking. Right. It yeah. feels exactly like that. But I'm so glad we did. Yeah. I'm so glad we powered through, you know, an awkward networking situation and, and met each other because I feel like we do have similar stories and I feel like we do have a lot of similar goals. And I'm so excited to share your story on this podcast. I want to talk a little bit about where you came from and how you came to Savannah. You were in Atlanta before you came. I was to Atlanta. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that journey. Yeah. Um, well, Atlanta had been home for gosh, over 10 years now, like downtown in the city. And it's interesting because I moved to different pockets, but I was just, you know, COVID hit and I was doing international trade shows. That was my job that kind of came to a stopping point. And then, you know, one of uh, my old accounts called me up and they said, Hey, how's trade shows going? And I'm like, dude, it's not Mm. like, uh, you need a job. And I was like, uh, yeah, but I was thinking of moving to Savannah and he said, sure. Why Savannah? Why were you even thinking about it? (sighs) You know, I, uh, any chance that I could get, I would get in my car and just come down here for like a long weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a three and a half hour drive from Atlanta and it's breathing space that I feel like you don't get in the city and it's water. It's, you know, you have downtown Savannah with big boats coming in, but you also have a beach here. So it's the closest beach from Atlanta, in my opinion. I mean, you got Hilton Head too, but... Savannah, there's just this like certain attraction to it. Yeah. And not everybody feels that way though. It's interesting. Some people, I feel like they either get it or they don't. Yeah. They're either super attracted to it and feel a a vibe that calls them Mm -hmm. or they're like, nah, we stopped there once and you know, whatever. And, And I feel like most of the time those people didn't really explore, Yeah, you know, the area and it's it's quite unbelievable because you're right. Around every corner is a different view and a different feel with a different, a little bit of a different history and you know things going on. It's so interesting and I feel like the energy that runs in the area, the vibe. I feel like it's it's different in certain pockets, but somehow all comes together, mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting. It is. I mean, you kind of have it. You can get what you want out of Savannah. You're like, if I want to feel beachy, I can live over here or just go visit there. Mm-hmm. I mean, my place is 15 minutes outside the city. And I was looking at a place on 37th Street. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, gorgeous, right? And what they're doing down there. And I think, you know, it's weird why I chose the house that I chose is this tiny little cottage really, you know, and I just felt like 
I could do all my creative endeavors there. I didn't really get that vibe on 37th just because I needed something different. Like, you know, who makes a garage into an art gallery? Right. Who, you know, and, and it's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you needed the space. I did. Yeah. And I also needed the peace. Yeah. And I think the coolest thing right now is opening up my back door in the morning and hearing my neighbor's roosters. Oh, right. That does not happen in Atlanta. That's that's true. You actually did a, a blog there yeah. called Humans of the Atlanta Beltline. That actually then took a turn to Humans of the Atlanta Heartline. Yeah. So how did that get started? Why did you start it? And how did it end? Did it end? Yeah. Great questions. Um, so somebody told me one time after a really big meeting for me, and it was a super young CEO that was there. And I went up to him afterwards and I said, what's your secret? You know, how'd you get so successful? And he starts laughing at me. I'm like, okay, this is embarrassing. And he goes, you're not defined by your job. You are defined by how you spend your free time. Mm. Cause that is a choice. And then, so that just stuck with me. And I call those moments perspective shifts where you can't see something the way that you used to see it. Right. Forever changes it. And so I examined my life and I'm like, well, how am I spending my free time? Like 20 years from now, you know, if you have kids, if you know, what's your story going to be? Do you want to say I was just out at bars having a good time? That's a fun story. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's great. But I wanted to do something that was like healthy, something that like made me connect with people, um, something that was creative. Um, so I chose because humans of New York, like, was uh, that your inspiration? Oh my God. Brandon Stanton. Yes. He's the man. (laughs) Right. No doubt. I mean, and it's world known. I mean, the ripple effect he's had, no doubt. Oh my gosh. What a great human. Right. And actually my brother knew him like in high school or something or in college. And my brother was the one to tell me, Hey, you need to listen to my friend, Brandon. He started this thing called humans of New York. And you know, that's a long time ago, right? right? That I, I have been following him for years and I'm like, somebody needs to do this here in Atlanta. And I'm like, would somebody please do it? I'm like, it's going to have to be me. So humans of Atlanta was already taken and humans of the Atlanta Beltline was just starting up. So I started doing it. Yeah. And it was hard because, you know, I work full time and, um, but I loved it. And then, you know, I'm interviewing people about their kids, their babies, their dogs, you know, and then there's this trademark issue. Ah, yes. That pops up. And the Atlanta Bell line was like, hey, you got to change your name. And I'm like, what do I change it to? Because it's literally where I do my interviews. Yeah, right. So, you know, the first time I pick a damn hobby as an adult, <laughs> it's like, eh, trademark. <laughs> we already did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, then so you the- had to change the name. Yeah, I did. They didn't. But a send... great name change. Well, thanks. But, you know, it never caught on after that. Not that that was the reason why I was doing it. But you do want people to see it and, you know, pass it on. And you do want it to give the desired effect. 
Yeah. yeah. And and the effect that I was hoping to show was what does the humans of the Atlanta Beltline look like? What is that? You know, and it's connecting everybody down there. You know, you don't have to pay to be out there. So income levels, not a thing. You know, nobody looks the same walking out on it, which is kind of like, you know, the subway in New York City or something. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so interesting. Yeah. It's because you're like, oh, who am I going to walk by? Is it going to be a celebrity? Is it going to be, you know, somebody filming? Is it just going to be like a mom who's tired, who needs to get out of the house? Like, it's everybody. It's life that's happening in Atlanta. Yeah. Which is so beautiful. So, you know, (laughs) I was just like, I had to create a new name. Then it just kind of took a little the steam out. And then so COVID hits and I'm trying to decide where I want to live. And I wanted to live, you know, on the beach. And I also wanted to be close enough to home. You know, something happens to my parents or my grandma or whatever. I can be home in the same day. So, you know, it's like, okay, there's Savannah, there's Hilton Head, there's Charleston. And Savannah just seems to fit like my creative soul. It's hard to put into words. It's definitely different. And I feel like I've heard a lot of people say that. I mean, gosh, Charleston is beautiful. Hilton Head is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, just beautiful. But if you are trying to create something and trying to reach a diverse crowd and trying to plug into the thriving energy of a place that already is existing and yet is still growing. Mm. Savannah really fits that for so many people. I've heard it over and over and over. It just seemed to fit. Yeah. And it's almost like, it's interesting too, because I feel, (laughs) you know, like this is going to date me or age me or whatever the right saying is. I always (laughs) screw up savings. So that's one of my trademarks. There you go. (laughs) I feel like, you know, in the Nintendo games, right? Hey, you get to a certain, you know, you get to the end of the level and you're like, yeah, past it, right? I feel like I got to a certain karma point, Mm. right? It's like you did enough good in your life, you're going to get the sweet reward of being able to move to Savannah. Wow. Good way to put that. I really believe that because it's, I got this job because I actually helped that guy's business. When I needed the sale, I told him, don't buy from me now. And he's like, what? And I'm like, listen, I could be the worst sales rep or the best sales rep. (laughs) It's either one or the other. I said, but if this was me, I would not buy right now. Give us a couple months. And he appreciated that so much that that's how I got this opportunity. He's like, you're going to come work for me one day. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And I'm also picturing you jumping down in that big tunnel in the Nintendo game, the, (laughs) where you actually get sucked down into the, the tunnel, the lower level, yeah. and it's a world you never knew about. You know, it's it's. I feel like it's like that. When you get that kind of opportunity to know, I get to choose now to be where I want to be, and you have the leverage from a job or anything that gives you that permission to say, absolutely, the universe or whatever you want to call it, that says, I'm going to give you a little pat on the back here, a little wind beneath your wings and send you on your way to where you want to go. So you can fly. That's so awesome when you think about it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, Savannah is the first city that I've chosen to live in. 
Um, because and doesn't it make it sweeter? It does to do that. But to there's, be able to do that. It, you know, it, it is so sweet. But there's also a little bit of pressure, right? Mm, yes, very much. Because you're like, I chose this. It's kind of like getting married or something. Yeah, I better get it right. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, but it's interesting because I've lived in New York City. I've lived in LA. I've lived in Portland, Oregon. I lived in Atlanta, and I am truly happiest here in Savannah. Wow. That's amazing. I I think I had to go through it all. Yeah. To figure out. You had to have your experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and what do you really want is a hard question to answer if you're honest with yourself. And I don't think people think enough about what they want. But like when COVID hit, I knew what I wanted because I thought about it all the time. I always think about you know, okay, this is now, but you know, am I, am I happy here? Um, am I doing the right things in my life? Am I spending my time wisely? You know? So I think I'm not very good at making moves during those times. Like I actually put a lot of thought into who do I want to become, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. And to really reflect on that long enough to know when the opportunity hits, you're not actually sitting in limbo. When the opportunity hits, you're like, I already thought about this. I don't know exactly where I want to go. That's a big deal. I mean, and, and spending that time reflecting on it is a big deal. So you brought your humans of <laughs> then to Savannah and the place you're enjoying and loving and choosing to be. And how do you feel like that's going in comparison to what you were doing in Atlanta and How's the journey so far? It's so wonderful. In my eyes, it looks like it's great. Aw, thanks. I kind of have to give more credit to to Brandon um, with Humans of New York because I didn't talk about this and I need to. Um, when the whole trademark issue of Humans of the Atlanta Beltline came up, it became like I was in the news. I was getting interviewed on TV. Like it was ridiculous, right? I never got a cease and desist. People always ask me that. I never got that. But my my biggest fear at that point was, do I have Brandon's approval? Right. Good question. Not the Beltline, even though I'm a fan of them. Don't get me wrong. I am. But I was just like, if I offend Brandon, oh, God. So I asked him, you know, do I have your permission to use this? And he said, yeah, go for it. You know, and like best wishes and like, yeah, I love the name of the heart line. So I knew I had his, what's the word? Seal of approval. There you go. (laughs) Or stamp, I guess you could say too. Yeah. And then, so, you know, I knew that I could take it to Savannah and honestly starting humans of Savannah was one of the reasons why I chose Savannah is because I felt like I was also at a point too, which this is kind of funny. I thought I was turning 37 (laughs) that year. Well, like in that January, I moved down November, 2020. And my mom was, I was like, yeah, it's my early midlife crisis. And my mom was like, you're turning 38. Whoops. And I'm like, so am I there yet? (laughs) So that's always a little earth shattering, isn't it? I mean, for a moment you're like, "Mm, I got that wrong. So like some people look at midlife crisis, they look at it as like, oh gosh, and they're avoiding it. I love it because I am actually doing all the things that I've wanted to do my entire adulthood, 
but you know, I, I couldn't do it. But selling my house in Atlanta, downsizing into a smaller house, it freed up some things for me so that I could actually create the things I wanted to create. So yeah, that's how humans of Savannah came up and I am loving it. I know a lot of people, um, who are listening are probably like, where can I see this? You can, you can definitely see it on Instagram at it's humans underscore of underscore Savannah because humans of Savannah was already taken. Right. You'll be able to see and, and read and just be really, I think just really moved by humanity Hmm. and, and really just seeing the people that, chose to be here, seeing the people that are visiting here, seeing the people that are making this city have a moment like we'll never have again. Because when you think about it, each moment is a moment we'll never have again. Mm. Right? I mean, so so it's really amazing to kind of see you capture that moment Mm. and record it and talk to the people in it and kind of say, what's happening in this moment? I feel like you're really answering that question and what a great... What a great still picture of a moment. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks. You know, and it's interesting too, because some people ask me, they're like, um, you know, how do you pick the people that you're picking? And sometimes I honestly, like for me, I, I have a story that I wanted to share, you know, and I'm like, Hey God, send me the person or the people that you want me to interview today. So I'll go on a walk and but it's a it's like an attraction to somebody that I've only been turned down like three times for an interview. And so I usually approach people who I feel like a connection with. Like I feel good walking up to them. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Is that is that how you They pick... seem approachable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean similar in in a, in the podcast world. I feel yeah. like, you know, it's you want to have somebody on your show that is in a place where they actually want to speak about themselves and they want to share a little piece of themselves. Is that vulnerable? Absolutely. Yeah. Not going to lie. I'm sweating over here yeah, a little bit. It's super <laughs> No, it really is. It's super vulnerable, but is there a great like joy and gift in doing that vulnerable sharing? I think so. And I feel like most people see it after they share a little piece of themselves with the world. The rest of us look at it or listen to it or read it And we say, ooh, I can relate to that. Ooh, I had something similar happen to me. There's something about it that comforts you, Mm -hmm. encourages you, inspires you, connects with you, you know, invigorates you, whatever, whatever it does. There's something that happens in that vulnerable sharing process. And I'm sure you're experiencing a lot of that, too, in the form that you're using with Humans of Savannah. Yeah, it's so true. Um, There's... There's always something about somebody's story that as a listener or as a reader, you can connect with. Yeah. And I think that's probably why you enjoy the podcast. When you hear a story, like it's interesting too, what parts of a story somebody connects with. Right. You know, which is so interesting to me. Yeah. So the comments or the messages that I get, you know, when people connect with something that I didn't even think that they would be connecting with, like it's a short little sentence over here, but that's what grabbed them. And it's so fascinating to me. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, it is. And it seems like you're having no shortage of that with uh, Humans of Savannah because I I hear about it all the time. I actually, and so much, so much fun for me to be out with you and somebody knows that that's yours and, and that you created that. And I love that. That's, that's really cool. It's getting so popular that I feel like, and maybe you can tell me the absolute truth. I feel like we are on the brink. We are moments away from a Humans of Savannah coffee table book. Am I right? I mean... Do we want to talk about that? Are Is you that... a psychic or something? Well, I just feel like, am I calling <laughs> it right? Because I feel like it's coming. I mean, I think you nailed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm finally doing it. You know, like I said, I came here to do all the things I wanted to do. And I've been here for a year and a half and I hadn't done it. I'm just, you know, I'm doing the blog, which the blog is cool. Don't get me wrong. But I wanted to make a piece of, like, artwork that you can hold in your hands, like a tangible piece. And visitors can take a little part of Savannah and bring it home with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love that. It's yeah. like, here's a little heart-shaped love little gift yeah. of Savannah. And it's going to be beautiful. I mean, I've already been privy to kind of seeing how you're putting it together a little bit. And I, I'm just, I'm so excited about it. And I hope that everyone will be looking for it. You know, if you're in Savannah at East Shaver, I hope you'll be looking for it at your local hotel. I hope you'll be, you know, ordering it online. I hope that you'll, you'll check it out because I think it's going to be fantastic. I know we'll have one at our office and at Cliff Marsh Realty in downtown. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be beautiful, and you're right. It is going to be kind of a, a love letter, yeah. you know, from Savannah. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's going to be pretty amazing. So I'm excited that we're all going to be watching the, this first edition. I'm sure there will be many more. Thank you. That's the goal, is to just keep pumping out books left and right. I mean, you know, it, it's such a joy to do it, truly. And... You know, it's so funny because in Savannah, you really can't take a bad picture of anything. Of anything. It's true. Beautiful, right? So the people, though, are so beautiful. They're so interesting. There's there's just like this, they're wildly interesting people here. I know you've got um, a handful of your humans that will be in the first edition of Humans of Savannah. I know you already have a handful of those picked. Is there any way you can pick a favorite story that you've heard or been a part of this whole time? Do you have a favorite? Uh, it's like a mom. You can't really have a favorite. I, yeah. But I understand, <laughs> but you kind of do. I, I'm not a mom, so I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but when you are, you'll realize you'll pick a favorite. Um... Last night, I was interviewing a man. He's the first interview for the book. And I took his pictures outside his old work, like, you know, the building where he used to work. And then we went over and had dinner. And I was laughing obnoxiously loud. I couldn't help myself. But every single story is like that. Every single interview is like that. It gives me joy to... um, feel like another person is seen, mm-hmm. you know, cause I feel like there's so many stories within each of us. And even when I just interview somebody for a quick minute, I'm getting a very short story, you know, but they feel seen 
and like valid, not validated, but just, um, their voices heard, which mm. I feel is so important. Big deal. So, so, well, we're glad you're in Savannah. We're happy to have you here. And speaking of, uh, Savannah, I like to sort of end things with really fun Savannah stuff. Um, so I thought we'd switch gears to that really quickly. What's your favorite square in Savannah? God, that's such a good question. I don't know all the square names. I'm still learning them. Um, Lafayette. That's a great one. That's a great, that's right around the corner from our office. So that's beautiful. Absolutely. Why do you uh, like it? I love watching the people walk around that square because the cathedral is right there. Mm-hmm. And I love people kind of walking the square and being overtaken by the beauty of the square and then turning the corner and seeing the cathedral. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I'd like that. I'd like to watch that happen. Uh, that's a really fun facial expression where they're like, oh my gosh, the trees here, the fountain is so beautiful. And they turn the corner and there's the cathedral and it's almost like tears in their eyes. Uh, like it was like somehow Savannah just upped my experience, you know, like I thought I was having this one and then I turned the corner. I, so yeah, that's why. That's a good metaphor for Savannah. Yeah, it really is. Because around every corner, I mean. And it's like, this can't get any more beautiful. And then it does. And then it does. And then it does. (laughs) So what's your favorite, um, like, nightlife spot in Savannah? Do you have a favorite? Uh, Or your most recent favorite? Because I know you might have a lot of favorites, right? I I don't have a favorite. I I haven't been to all of them to, like, say that I have a favorite. But it's usually just where I'm out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. I remember taking. I, re- I remember taking you. We took you um, to one of my all-time favorite spots, and I remember your reaction because I don't believe you had been in there before, and I loved your reaction to being down there. Was the bar downstairs at the old Pink House? Oh yeah. Oh God, what a great night that was. What an experience. Um, I, like. The music. Does life get any better than that night? Yeah. Downstairs at the old pink house. Yeah. You know, that's probably, it it just depends what mood you're in. Oh, oh yeah. You know, it definitely gives a mood. Um, like you have to want to be like at the bottom of the pink house. You have to want to have that feeling where you might actually do some like jazz scatting, (laughs) you know, at the corner of the bar when you're having the pink lemonade drink and, you know, candles are dripping because they have the real candles just dripping on, on the bar. Like, and then we're surrounded by friendly ghosts. Yeah. It's I pretty mean, awesome. Does life get any yeah, better? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Favorite spot on river street. I just like sitting outside and looking at the big boats going by. That is fun. Like, and then also, you know, learning that move of driving on the train track. <laughs> Yes. So that your wheels are on right. the actual track, so you're not going, right, right. like, this is so great! <laughs> That's a pretty good skill to learn. I mean, it's yeah. a Savannah skill set, it's so skill. I don't know if that's okay to share. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's actually a nice uh, tourist tip. <laughs> tourist tip. Yeah, I think it's nice. Um, jessiefream.com is the website. Humans underscore of underscore Savannah is where you can find her on Instagram. And please, it's check her out. She's got fantastic art and a fantastic mind and a fantastic heart. And uh, I'm so glad that, that we are friends. I'm so glad that we're doing this Savannah journey together. And I'm looking forward to seeing 
what happens in our next chapters as we continue to grow here. So thank you for being a part of this podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Dee. 